Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. What's going on, Kevin? Not a whole lot, man. What's up? Uh, you know what? Not much. I'm just hanging out on a rare Friday recording. Rare Friday. It just doesn't happen. I don't remember the last time we recorded on a Friday. Probably last time someone listened to this. Probably last time someone. Ah, you know, <laughs> at least one or two people listen every week. I see them. <laughs> I see you. You're there. I see. I see the little ones and twos. Nah, a little more than ones and twos. But, but you know, and all in all, I'm very thankful for all that do listen to our show. Um, and this is so you know sometimes we do uh, beer shows, and this time we're actually doing a sports show, and we're gonna. We're going to talk about the, the Tampa Bay Bucks mm-hmm. and this uh, momentous week for Tampa Bay Bucks for oh, yeah. all the wrong reasons. Yes. You know, okay, so all right, so I do hope the Bucks do right the ship and have a good season and maybe make the playoffs or at least be respectable. Because, but but one, none of that's happening unless they win Sunday. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Nothing, nothing of this matters if they, if they lose on Sunday. But, but like, I, I don't know. I, one thing I feel like it kind of sucks. Okay, so we were recording – uh, sports shows during the 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 vaunted Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick era. <laughs> oh yeah, Fitzmagic. Yeah, the Fitzmagic era. Oh, we so were talking. Sucks. We were so we were talking about it all the time. We were talking about it a lot. Like, but we didn't actually get to put anything on tape, you know, in regards to because all because all we've done really is talk like about the negative stuff since you know because I think we talked a little bit about the preseason, which which was which was decent. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked, it was um, how we talked. It was the, it was the debacle up in up at Soldier Field, mm-hmm. and so now one one or two weeks later, two weeks later, another loss, and and uh, Mike Smith, uh, you know, former now is a former defensive coordinator, and it in Tampa had to Bay. be done. He, he was breaking he was breaking Lovey's team team records for futility, and he was setting an I think NFL he was on pace to set an NFL record for futility. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is absolutely the right move. I think some of it might have been the hangover from the first half of the Bears game, where where it just looked like is this an NFL team where they on like the field? Stop anybody. Um, so I think some of it was pending from that, and I think the fact that they haven't really seen anything really improve much since then. Because yeah. they had a terrible first half on Sunday against Atlanta, first quarter especially. Yeah, yeah. Uh, play better in the first quarter defensively, and that could have been a W. Um, you, you had a terrible first half against Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. You had a terrible, like probably probably the, one of the worst defensive performances I think I can remember in the first half um, two or three weeks ago against Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, the and, Chicago game. And yeah, the we bye talked, week. We talked about it before. The Chicago you're coming, game was you're like. coming off the bye week, and nothing looked better. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I You know, that's the thing I want to talk about. It's just the timing's peculiar. Like, okay, so uh, it, it, people can, can refute this all day, but this is what I see in a, in a way. So you lose horribly to an inferior offense. Which game was that? Chicago. Okay. <laughs> you keep your job. You, you, you know, give up 31 points, 24 points in one half, seven points in another in the second half. So trending against a, a good offense with, with arguably the best wide receiver on earth, you know, physically, at least physically so. And you get fired the next week, you know. Well, there's I mean, also various particular aspects of that. Uh, right before the half, they had cut it to, I think, 
21 13. Yeah. They, yeah. they just got uh, red zone stopped themselves. Yeah, yeah. Kicked the field goal. And it left something like 20 something seconds on the clock. And they proceeded to give up a scoring drive before the half. Yeah, yeah. To in, me, in like record thing, time. Things too. like that. If I'm in, if I'm up in the box watching down, knowing I'm responsible for making decisions, I'm. I would. That to me is just as infuriating as how badly prepared they were for the first half against Chicago. Yeah. These yeah. are like those things can't happen. They yeah. can't. No, no, they and, can't. I think ultimately it was the right decision. I think that, and I, and I, like I said, I mean, we. We talk about this a lot. I, I, if those who listeners of the show don't know this. I, I'm not a big fan of mid of mid season firings. I feel like nothing really good comes out of them. But I will, uh, I will say this, and I'm just thinking about. It. I was, I, I was in the bathroom. And I was thinking about this as I so often do. Um, good place for a sponsor right there. Yeah, yeah, some Roto Rooter, <laughs> but um, so, but I'm not a fan of firing mid season. I do, I do, I, but I do think that Mike Smith ultimately may not be the guy to to lead this defense. Oh, and, I think, and, and, I think and, that's and, been decided already. Well, it's been decided, but I, 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 a week ago, I, I felt this All way. Right. Okay. Maybe, maybe, truth be told, man, I had my doubts when they beat New Orleans. You know, and people don't want to talk about that. People are like, "Oh, that was great, this magic era of ever." Man, they gave up forty points in that game. But New Orleans is capable of putting up forty points on a lot of teams playing in the, in the Superdome. Yeah, so, that's true, but like they had all the momentum and all the reason not to give up that many points. The Chicago game to me was the the glaring wow. This team may be way worse than I thought. Yeah, well, and and I'll get to the point. Yes, but like th- that was the I, th- I think people didn't want to see the symptoms in the in the New Orleans and Philly game of the ultimate sickness that boiled over in Chicago. Like there were symptoms the whole time, and people, all people wanted to see was, "Wow, look how great Fitzpatrick's doing." But you know, and, and who, no, who wants to be a, a, a Debbie Downer when you're winning? But they were giving up a lot of points. They they didn't they didn't get the 34 point per game average just on the on the Chicago game alone. They had that coming, and so I not I so I do look while I do not love midseason firings. I can't like, well, if you know this is not the guy, would your opinion really change in in the end of December? You know, unless like a miracle happened, probably not. (laughs) You know, and let's let's be realistic too. It's not only about this season; it's about every off season since he's been here. They have aggressively tried to give him the tools for this defense to get better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't feel like they really have improved at all since he arrived. No, it doesn't appear. The first season was the best. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. seems like since they've made personnel decisions to try to have him coach these people, that it's just gotten worse. Yeah, it doesn't appear to have gotten better. It, it, it feels like even when – take the Chicago game out, because that Chicago game probably is an outlier. They are probably not 48 pound, p- points bad against a mediocre team. Mm-hmm. They're probably close to just kind of like – But it was very reminiscent like a, like a, of the Arizona game the year before. Yeah, where yeah. Where you got absolutely obliterated. Just got worked, b- yeah. By, by, a in a, average, in half, by yeah. an average team. Yeah, by an average team. They are probably – Average to slightly below average on defense, and that's given all the talent. In fact, the JPP leads the league in sacks and and, and all this other stuff. Despite that, that they have not, they've been with all the additions and three years in the system, they have not really risen above average to below to slightly below average. I think I think, and that and that's where the problem is. is His first year hasn't really been a progression. I think his if you 
if you bookend the Lovey Smith era with currently, I think his first year is the only year that they had a defense that may have not been in the 20s. And, 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 and that defense, too, may have ended up in the 20s. I can't remember. Yeah, probably. Um, and, well, I look at it like – because I think it like, okay, the only – if you really think about it, like the only time this defense actually looked good was the five-game winning streak stretch. And they're really great, good. And I only, and I only half against Philly this year, the defense looked good. But then again, the, they were taking on backup quarterback. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. A good one though. I mean, clearly a, a yeah, Nick, Super Bowl Nick winner. Foles. Yeah, Nick like, Foles yeah. is good. I mean, so not, we're not taking that away from them. But yeah. that was the last time that I remember them looking decent. Second half of the Steelers game defense uh, did look improved. Yeah. The Seattle game, like, two seasons ago, they looked good. Um, yeah, they were very good that day. Yeah, yeah. But th- th- that's they've, been very few and far between it's, it's, that you've it's, seen yeah, that. It's New, Orleans, New Orleans game in the season finale. Yeah. And I think the year before New Orleans at home, also, the, the defense played one of the best games. Yeah, yeah, So it was yeah. very spotty. So, yeah, so we're talking, okay, so two full seasons plus plus some change. Th- they were coming up with maybe a handful of good performances. Yeah, 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 exactly. And so, I, you know... I not much you can really say about that. Really, they just they he's he, you know they they've underperformed. The talent has gotten incrementally better. I, I think the talent hasn't gotten better enough to really make this vi- a viable team. But you know, and that, that really that anybody can get real success with. But you can't say you're right. To that point, they've brought in a, a you know a cast of free agents every season. They 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 made the defense. Picks. They I about to say they made the, the draft defense uh, a priority in in the draft. You know, um, you know. I would tell you, I did, this is a, someone, uh, a, a co-worker of mine, this is apart from Mike Smith, but just about the defense. A co-worker of mine brought this up. Uh, he's brought this up several times uh, just over the course of just a season. He's a, he's a season ticket holder. He's been like pretty much his entire life. Should the Bucks? okay, I forget, was it this past draft? Oh, yeah, it was this past draft. Should the Bucks have drafted Derwin James oh, instead gosh. of Vita that, 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 That's kind of been the, the hot statement. Um, yeah. I think people haven't really seen what Vita Bay is capable of yet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I think that makes it such a, I don't know. Sample few, size is too small. It's, it's a futile argument, really. Yeah, it's, it's um, sample size is too small. Uh, Just yeah, and I, it's not it's it's not easy to play DB in this league. Yeah, it's yeah. probably not easy to play any position. Well, it's way harder now than yeah. it ever has been. Yeah. So I I consider DBs to be especially drafting a DB high to be higher risk than taking a defensive lineman. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. Uh, I mean, Vita Vea could still be a, a wrecking ball for a front seven. Uh, yeah. And I, on this roster, would they be better right now with Derwin James? Well, playing the way he is right now, yeah, they would yeah, be. Yeah, 100% but that, would But be. that doesn't mean that Mike Smith's defense with Derwin James would be looking any better or different. And Justin, they would, they and, would look and, better. They still would have lost to Chicago, but they would look better. And Justin Evans, there's is, not a lot of talent not, back there. Doesn't look like garbage. So Justin Evans looks like could be turning into a player. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I think I think it's easier to improve. I think safety position than it is defensive line. Yeah, it's I, it's obviously it's it's a that that argument is a hot take is not, and I'm using quotation marks hot take for two reasons. Obviously, two full is because James has played a lot. And played well. Vea just literally just broke into the lineup. One, two. 
our secondary is so bad. And so you're like, it's a place of need. And I've always said it was a point of need. And I'll put it this way. If they would have drafted Derwin James, I would have been okay with that. The reason why, and I don't know, maybe the people who make these selections are way smarter than we are um, in terms of football. Uh, My guess is the reason why you win with Vea as a pick over James is that if Vea becomes an all-pro, that could be a very impactful thing. If James becomes an all-pro, you're better. You may not. It, that may may get you may get you to the wild card round. Derwin James Maybe. might be he might be playing at his ceiling level or near his ceiling level right now, where I don't think Vita Bay is even close to it. Well, I could be a he just barely he just right. barely getting in. So you know, he right. I mean, and, some, and don't forget too, Derwin James wasn't passed just at number twelve just by the Bucks. He was yeah. passed at 13, at 14, at 15, at Yeah, because of the injury risk and stuff like that. If James hadn't had that injury, he, he'd be like a guy that would have been a very high pick. He would have been a top-ten pick. But the injury, because of the injury risk, it was such a serious injury. It was like a knee or something like that. And he missed a year. And so that's that. That's the other backstory too, you know, with that. But, yeah, it's just something. Because it, it's been mentioned to me several times. It's just like, eh, you know, well. Eh, eh. You know, I don't know, but yeah. If there's anything to talk about out of this draft, in my opinion, it's that when is Ronald Jones going to start looking anything like the player he was at USC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks lost out there. He got he got some touches in this game, which which I don't have Jameis on this list. Well, I have he'll he'll show up on this list, but I don't have him as a as a talking point. But I think I think James showed expressed a lot of trust in Ronald Jones. And throwing the ball, and he, he didn't do bad. He just didn't do great. He didn't do bad, and we're also not quite seeing the blocking. He he could be messing it up in terms of, of picking up blocks and stuff too. I don't yeah. think that's his strength at all. I, I think he's a he's kind of a quintessential slasher. He, he, yeah, he's, yeah. I think he's a third down back. I think he's a guy out of the backfield that makes plays. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think you're going to ask him to pick up blitzes a ton. No, not a ton. Um, not a ton. But, he's got to be able to do it when you get when, just, you, when he's been called into duty, though. But yeah. well, I was gonna say, just he needs to make a play. He's been a pro now for what? We're talking six months. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think we've actually seen him really make one play yet. No, he looks very average. Like in the play, in the in the, the touches that he got, he just looks average. He looks. He, he's looking like okay, dang. Why do we draft this dude? Oh, yeah. you go watch his film. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've, I've seen I've seen yeah. Ronald Jones play. He can play. Yeah. He can yeah. ball. You know, he, he he's worthy it's, it's of like the pick. Like very, but he's not showing it it's like right a now. Very very watered down version of Reggie Bush. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, there are, there's only one, right? Right. But but he's got that type of he's that type of back. You mm-hmm. know, he, he's a guy. You know, yeah, he's that type he, of once, back. Once he gets to open space, he usually ends up in the end zone. Yeah. But. It's like I haven't seen him even get close to getting an open space yet. No, no, no. It doesn't sound like he's even really getting open at all. He's catching a few passes. He's not really breaking through in terms of being a running back. You know, I, he's not doing much. Um, I was more impressed with Peyton Barber. That's that's mm-hmm. the story that kind of someone is going to get lost in all this between Mike Smith and, and how well Jameis played, but how bad the defense played. In fact, he still lost is that. Man, Peyton Barber had a really he had a really good game. Yeah. Like, well, just just getting some creases, and then all of a sudden you can see Peyton Barber's not a terrible back. I mean, I, I can't really say I'm super surprised. And again, you're taking on who might be the second weakest defense in the NFC. <laughs> so, uh, besides, besides us, besides the Bucks. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I guess it was inevitable that he would 
uh, make some plays and get some runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, run de- they're not good defense per se, and run defense is not even their strong suit. You know, the Bucks. I mean, the, the Falcons don't do very well at that. They've, they've never really have uh, in this current incarnation of the Falcons. So, yeah, no, in a way it's not surprising. But this it's promising, though, because Peyton Barber's – Barber's had a few games against the Falcons. He, I mean, you know, 80, he didn't run for 82 yards right. <laughs> against them. So, yeah. this is a this is a, a, a career, you know, career best against this team and maybe a career best, you know. Although he's right, I mean, he's he's been this is. I don't remember if he had any hundred yard games last year. I don't really remember one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ronald Jones was drafted, I think, too, to bring in talent to compete. Yeah, know, expecting. Yeah. I think that I thought Jones might be making enough plays to probably warrant more playing time at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but hard. I don't think Peyton's really been an issue. I, like, I don't think Peyton Barber is holding this team back. No, no, no. He's in a position, as long as, unless he's unless he's fumbling the ball or just not picking up the blitz and getting mm. whoever's back there killed. You know, he can only enhance. He can't really hurt the team. Right. So, um, but back okay, but back to the defense. Um, obviously, we're mo- you know, we're moving forward. You know, <laughs> yeah, Smitty, uh, Smitty Smitty's out. Uh, you know, um, like I said, I so I will bring this up this point as well. Um, you know. It looks like the Atlanta was kind of like the final straw addition about whether you're worthy to stay with this team or not, and we're not going to overreact to the Chicago loss or whatever. But there is also the argument is that Chicago loss was right before a bye week. You could get you could get Duffner in, assuming Duffner was going to be the guy no matter what. Give him a week to plan. I think it was again for an important game. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if they were in preparation for that. I mean, they could have been. That 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 would be a little bit conspiracy theory. Um, I think it was two things. I think number one, it was that first quarter. Hey, so we're coming out of a bye week. We want to see a, a better start. Yeah, couldn't do it. And, and they started with a lead too. Offense put it right down and gave them a lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think it was also the fact that they lost the game, having to get a touchdown when they were needed points, and they gave up the three before the half when they absolutely shouldn't have given up anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think that just kind of I think those two things were kind of like the final straws. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. They, I mean, yeah, if you're looking at, at, at it, you know, there's, you know, they did not, even though they played better in the second half, it was like it almost didn't matter. And I think so much that sometimes I feel like some things are our feeling. There was a point in that Atlanta game that felt just like the Chicago game. I mean, literally all the feelings just like the Chicago game. Like when they were up, like, what was it? They got up 21-7. I think, yeah. When it was 21 well, 7, to 6. 21 to 6. Because Chandler Canzero, once again, yes. yeah, once again yeah. missed the extra point. These guys can't be doing that. And he, I think Canzero is a good kicker. I do too. I, I just, I, 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 I feel like Jason Like is just snake bit when it comes to bringing kickers in. Yeah, yeah. Because guys not, can't stay consistent. Yeah. They, they can't do what they did where, where they were before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, it's unbelievable. But yeah. So, th- so we're starting the Mark Duffner era start, starting on Sunday against Cleveland. Um, I, man, I, I, I mean, I can, I can give you his background. I don't know how it's gonna be all that different. He, uh, he's a linebackers coach. He's been a coach in this league now for, you know, for a little, little north of twenty years, uh, mostly as a linebackers coach. He spent a little bit of time as a defense coordinator with Cincinnati Bengals. Ah, man, um, what, what, what changes? Besides, maybe some, maybe a new voice in the headset. <laughs> I would really new, new like person to upstairs. Know. I'd yeah. really like to know if there were certain, if there were times where they wanted to do press coverage, 
and Mike Smith was afraid to do it. I'd really like to know that. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you come out and you see, or they, they come out, you come out. If you come out, if I come out, well, you're going to see a difference when I come out on Sunday, man. <laughs> oh yeah, well, holy cow! It's going to show up on film. Yeah, yeah, um, you'll see it if they come out with press, running more press coverage. Yeah, yeah. That'll tell me right away that okay, they they it was Mike Smith who didn't want to yeah to yeah. run press coverage. Yeah, you'll know, you'll uh, know pretty quickly if they're playing off a lot still. You, my guess is the defense isn't going to look very different at all. Yeah, yeah. And I think you made a good point when we were prior to the start of our show. Um, the real weakness of this team is the secondary, which we all know, and mm-hmm. we're not breaking any ground here. Anybody mm-hmm. could tell you this, you know. Mm-hmm. Stephen Wonder could tell you this, you know, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But and he doesn't. He coaches linebackers, yeah. so he's so he's not going to be able to yeah. impart a level of knowledge that will improve the weakest part. Of it. Matter of fact, he he from a pure well, no, it's debatable. The linebackers are the most talented part of this team over the, the line because JPP kind of makes it better. And the linebackers have Philip underperformed, so which is another point. I, th- I think resume wise, defensive line is the strong point. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really think any of these units are really good enough to make another unit better. No, no. Uh, only, Clearly not because the, only, the D-line's played pretty only well. Only caveat still would be because Kendall Beckwith has been unavailable pretty much all year. Yeah. Having Beckwith in would give you all three starting linebackers. Maybe some things would look a little bit better. But yeah. they really haven't been getting destroyed against the run. No, no, not really. It's the, it's been the same song and dance. It's a pass. Pass it's, is killing them. can't stop pass attack. They can't get pass rush. Yeah, yeah. And I think they're getting a, a decent – Rush, it's just it's not they're not getting home enough, but I definitely see improvements. They're in also rushing. not really blitzing. They're not really trying to. They're not really. They, yeah, they don't. That's yeah, another they, thing that might, that might look different. For. Yeah, and maybe that maybe that will be different. And maybe we're just trying to speak things into existence. We're we're saying right. these things need to be different. You know, so I, you know that I mean when you're dead last, and, and, and if you're dead last, you shouldn't be worried about getting beat. You should just say, "Well, yeah, beat me." That, that's what everyone does. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> here, I'm, I'm going to come after you, and we'll see what happens. I know, I know. Well, that breaks me. I, I, with that said, okay, so I don't, I don't really know how much it's going to be different. But that, just as I said, that I, it's itching to make me go to our to our next point, and which we want to talk about is which is the Cleveland game itself. There, okay, there. We're going to go, okay, three things that have to happen for the bus to get a win. And I, I'm going to put it out there, my first of the three things right away um, from my end. They have to get pressure on Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to go after him. I don't care if that's not what y'all naturally do. I don't know. It is because Baker Mayfield, one, is a rookie quarterback. And two, he's the type of rookie quarterback that if you give him, I, man, I can see this. This is going to go one of two ways. He, you're going to either be in his face all day and they're going to win this game going away, or it's going to be like freaking um, like the Rams game a few years ago with uh, his name escapes me. He's not with the Rams anymore. He's with Denver. Um, God, you know what I'm talking about. Not, not Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Oh, Case Keenum. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be like Case Keenum where you got some guy who really – Now, I, I think I think Mayfield's talent is obviously more than Case Keenum's. But um, but you got a guy who's getting opportunities just picking you apart. And he's, and, he, and he's got you on skates because you're you you know you you back off of him too much and he'll just run for twelve yards. You 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 know you you try to stick you know you try to stick a little closer and he just dinks and dunks whatever. 
they have to to remedy that. They have to get at him. They and, and, and accept accept that you they're gonna they're gonna throw some things and get some yards. You know, give up yards here and there to sack him enough times to to make him question all his movements. You know, I was a big big Baker Mayfield fan coming out of yeah I know you're much bigger than I am in, in, in terms of May- Baker Mayfield. Um, although he has played pretty well. And good and really good in spots, you know. I, I think his natural floor is, is already kind of what you're seeing. It's just a matter of can you put a, a better talent around him. Yeah. Um, in, in a game like Sunday, uh, I, I kind of feel like what the Browns want to do in most situations is they want to get Carlos Hyde going. They yeah. want to get their run game moving, uh, moving their opposing front seven back. That's probably what they want to do. I don't know if it really matches up well for them to do this. Yeah. yeah. So – I, I really think really what the Bucks defense needs is to play with a the lead. They need to play with a lead and make one or two plays. And I, as, as good as Baker Mayfield, I think, is talent-wise, I kind of think he's not going to just win the game because he's just so much better than what you can handle. Yeah, um, yeah. Another thing, too, it, whereas unlike anyone they faced this year because they haven't faced Cam Newton yet, I kind of wonder if you're going to see someone like Quan Alexander employ – kind of like a, a spy type of tactic. Yeah, yeah. Because I think the real key to, to beating Baker Mayfield in, in Cleveland is just to make him have to make a decision. Yeah, yeah. Make him have to go to one side of the field where he has where he can't keep the play alive. Yeah, yeah. And when he t- attempts to keep the play alive is when you have to pounce and make a play defensively. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of think they're going to win this game just because I, I think you're going to see a little bit of a desperate offense. Yeah, yeah. As it in, in at times, but also just don't think they're taking on uh, any kind of wizardry of talent. They're just taking on a, a very probably sub-average football team yeah. right now where Baker Mayfield is in his career. Yeah. Um, and, and you can probably expect Antonio Callaway to drop a touchdown pass at some point, <laughs> which seems to be his M.O. right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think because that's a, that's a very young team over there on the Cleveland side, and – a team that was that's still not, yeah, like you said, they're not the most talented. Team. The Bucks are more talented than that team, but the Bucks, the Bucks are more talented than than. than they, they're, there's some talent there, especially off the offensive end versus a deep, uh, the opposing defense. I, I, I feel that I do feel that they'll win this too because I think that they're going. I think the defense is going to have something to prove because they, because you know, say what you want, if they play a little better, Mike Smith might still have a job right now. And you can say that Mike Smith's coaching led to all this, but it is in the end, those, those guys are the ones that are, the guys are on the field are the ones that are actually doing this, and they well, they, 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 they didn't, they didn't we, show we any reason to keep. We don't know if they want to be doing press coverage, and he's just not calling it. We don't know if they want to be blitzing, and he's just not calling it. Yeah, but and maybe that's true. But still, still losing, still giving up a ton of points, you know, and and that's still that's still on those guys. So I think they're gonna be eager to prove themselves a little bit. I think they were eager to prove themselves in the second half. I think I think you could almost say that the firing pretty much happened at the end of the first half and they were like, oh shit, we really need to do something. And that's maybe why they 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 played definitely with a higher sense of urgency in the second half of the Atlanta game over the first half. Easily. Which has been like every game. Yeah. Pittsburgh, yeah. Chicago. Yeah, Pittsburgh Pittsburgh for sure. Yeah, Chicago, but they were so far out of it that it was just Chicago might have just took their foot off the gas, really. Um, they played better defensively starting the second half against New Orleans, too. 
Yeah, but still, so they built they had up the game, lead. Yeah, well, they built up a lead when they had the game in hand. They dialed it back. And, then, and then they went and played like like they did against Philadelphia. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think there'll be more of a sense of urgency there. And then I think that I think, I think that the Bucks' offense can score. The Bucks' offense are they're capable of putting some points together. I think on most offenses right now, you know, especially if Jameis plays the way he's been playing, the way he played in this other game. That's the other thing is that Jameis had a really good game. Like a really good game, you know. Well, it's, it's, he, I don't think there's a more polarizing player on the team right now in terms of how fans view him. I think you still have a large conglomerate of people who don't like him because he didn't go to Gainesville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are probably some people who don't like him because they just don't, they just don't want a black quarterback. You know, probably, so. probably so. Yeah. Um, but that'd be in any community in America. That's, but that's but all, Tampa, so. all of it is stuff that has nothing to do with what he's capable of doing or how he's performed or how he's improved. It's yeah. all about stupid off the field. Crap. Yeah, some of it feel that way because of uh, whether it be political how, how, reasons yeah. or PC or, or, reasons or his well or his actions or alleged actions, yeah. which, which people have a right to feel that way. They have a right to feel any of these things. Sure, they have a right to feel a way a certain way about his his actions or alleged actions mm-hmm. off, off the field. But, but he's going you to be know, a Pro Bowl quarterback provided that he doesn't have to throw the ball more than, say, 25 times. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. No, yeah, I agree with that. And, and and like I said, I'm not here and you're not, we're not here to tell you judge a jury in terms of his actions or the type of person that he is. It, I, if you feel that he did the things that people say he did, fine. That's, that's fine. I'm not going to fault you for it. I'm not going to debate you for it. Um, obviously, has not gone to jail. Hasn't been convicted of all that, any of that stuff. But whatever, feel the way you want to feel. I don't think he's really done anything that would warrant having to go to jail. I mean, I, I, th- I think well, pe- well, I, th- I think he, people treat him been, like, like he has. He, no, well, he's been obviously the whole the, whole, the all the, the, the rapes up the floor state. That was a, th- a situation where had it gone the other way, he would have actually, you know, it was a crime. He, he, he you know, he, he, had, you know, alleged crime, maybe crime. So like, obviously, there there are things that were there. That aside. I I I only speak to what's actually happening on the field, and in a way, you can feel however you want about Jameis. But that was a good game, and it's not to me so much that the stats per se. It's that a, a lot of people got cut got touches in this game. Like it wasn't it was because you know obviously the t- a typical Jameis game, Cameron Brake going going get off, and um and, and little honk. And, and, Mike, and Mike Evans, yeah. yeah. So yeah, but he was able to also utilize OJ Howard. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I Howard Howard got some. Got some Howard had a good game. He, had he, some touches. Yeah, there, there was a, definitely a couple of mistakes. He's going to make a bad throw every once in a while. There's yeah. only so many Drew Breeses out there. There's only so many yeah, yeah. uh, Philip Rivers. Yeah, you know, there's these guys don't grow on trees. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, exactly. I, I think where he is right now, if I was going to rank him on quarterbacks, I really think he's somewhere in the middle ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or, think or, he's, or he's, middle middle ten and a half, whatever yeah, the number is. I would is. say, I would say so. So if he keeps, so if he plays that way, if he continues that that, and they play trend, better defensive, th- this team can win. Yeah, exactly. They can totally they can they can win beyond Cleveland. And, and, and if we're really going to be fair and honest to Jameis, what people never say is, wow. Let me take a look at what's happening with Marcus Mariota because, well, was that a train wreck on Sunday in yeah. Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but want, they don't want to talk about that. No, no. People want and people want to play Mariota like he's the opposite James. And he's not. You know? 
Mar- Mariota is not ahead of Jameis. In fact, I think right now his career, I think he's actually behind. No, nah, I think he, I think he's behind, and it's unfortunate. And I, I'm not, no one's crying for Jameis or whatever because he's doing his thing, making money. And but, he's, but, he's but, but, but we NFL. need to, we need to put but away the debate that this was not the right pick. That that is like debunked at this point. No, I would say so. I mean, because like I said, it, the the only thing that is unfortunate about this debate that even really makes it a debate is that is that Mario's team has had more success. But Mario's team have probably, they? yeah. Well, of course they have. They won a playoff game. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, they, they, of I, course they d- have. Does anyone really like, remember that though? I mean, it I, doesn't I, matter. They won. I they won it. People in Nashville they, remember it. They couldn't and get people first who, people who were trying to push this debate. Sunday, I, I don't. I, I don't see what the debate is. I mean, whoop de doo. You, you you have a playoff game. Congratulations. That's, well, I, that's, I, I, how much did that help you on Sunday? How how competitive well, was that game? Really, no, it doesn't. It doesn't help you after the fact. But they have it, and that's that's probably the only debate that anybody could really say. But that's but you don't know. Quarterback doesn't win a playoff game or lose a playoff game by themselves for one, and honestly. I don't really know what direction Tennessee is heading in now, but in 2017, Tennessee one to 53 was a better team than than the Bucks were, you know, and and so I, I feel like you didn't see the game on Sunday. You don't know what happened to Tennessee, do you? No, they, they, they were they were the shut game, but, but out I, at home by Baltimore, and they weren't even competitive in that. Game. Yeah, but I, I I get that, but I'm not debating. I'm telling you why the the genesis of a lot of these debates and yes the, the Tennessee had a better team and like I said Tennessee had a, in 2017 2017 right season, now today the nine seven they're, they're not better Titans were better than the four and five or whatever well, 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 right now Tennessee's Bucks. not better than the Bucks they may not be better than the Bucks right now Mariota is not better than Winston but then yeah no Mariota is not better than Winston and not not that either of these teams are, are really going anywhere this year. Tennessee hasn't scored a point now, and and w- over four quarters. I don't know h- how they did in the previous game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and and they were a train wreck. I, I mean, I've I've I ha- I mean, I've had Deion Lewis now on my fantasy bench. I don't know how many weeks consecutively. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's no t- receiver on that team that I would even pick up off waivers. Yeah. And Anthony Henry, I don't think people have been paying attention on DFS. His price has been going down and down and down and down every week. That offense is going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what do you what else do you think the Bucks need to do to win this game? On Sunday, on Sunday. Score 3 touchdowns in the first half and I think they got this game going well. Well, yeah, they, they just they show up and play <laughs> offense. Yeah, remind remind Cleveland that they're they're Cleveland. I mean, you know what? Cleveland just got rolled at home by San Diego. Yeah, yeah. But was not was not even in that game. Was not competitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Well, and I, 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 do, I do that to them, and it'll look the same. The Bucks winning this game has actually everything to do with the Bucks, and not a whole lot to do with Cleveland, as most games where you're the decided favorite, at home favorite are. The Buc- if the Bucks, okay, say the Bucks won the about the game against Atlanta. We would. This wouldn't even be a debate right now. This would not even be a debate. You know, should, even, even with an improved Cleveland team, should we should we consider then it was say the Mike Evans lateral makes it to to de, uh, to DJ and DJ dives in the end zone or something? Yeah, yeah. Say yeah. Say I, I, I would have yeah, said. Say, I would have said one of that crappy freaking. Yeah, I would call. It, I, would, I would laughingly say, "Well, you stole that game. You, you you didn't really outplay them, but you stole it." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
I think my outlook for this game would still be the same. It'd be okay. We were three and two instead of two and three. I don't really buy that you're really that great even at three and two. And I would still look at this like a this might be the most winnable game left on your schedule. You have to be able to stick it to this team. By the way, they just got rolled at home by San Diego, who West Coast traveling East at one o'clock is not a good team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know. I, I, I feel the same way, but I'm saying I'm thinking general public. If because right now I feel this sentiment is, yeah, we should we should win this game. They're better than Cleveland. I looked at the line. Where, but where, they, they whereas, be the whereas I think was it? They got to be the favorite. I I'm sure that I'm sure they are the favorite. Probably but, like minus four or something like that. But I but aside from the point, like it's because of that people are kind of like. Well, yeah, they should win. They should win. Whereas, if they would, if they would have won that Atlanta game, say, and, and the on that lateral is, is a good right. point. So now I'm not talking beat the brakes off Atlanta, right. no, did, did, or or James just storms back in the second half and they being, but I'm like literally lucking to a win. Right. You know, people will be will, will be more confident about this Cleveland game, but it doesn't actually really change anything. It's, I, don't, it, I agree. It, it, it doesn't change anything. They 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 should beat Cleveland. They are more talented than Cleveland. I actually think the home thing is actually is, is less of a factor because I think the stadium is going to be 50% Cleveland fans anyway. And so that's actually not really a factor. It's really just the fact that that their offense should be able to really take advantage of Cleveland's defense. Now, Cleveland's going like to blitz the hell out of, out of, um, out of James for sure. That's kind of that's what Greg Williams does, but which leaves opportunities for – Screenplays and you know I, all that. this this could be finally a Deshaun Jackson game. Yeah, finally. Uh, or or maybe I look for him to do the same things that 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 Cutter's been doing. That that I mean honestly, it's been working. You, you can't really say that Cutter's offense doesn't really work. Well, Cutter's offense is having a good year. Yeah, so I mean, so I, yeah, I think, I think they'll year, I think they'll do some of the same things that they're doing. Um, I I think you just you you beat a team like Cleveland because you have. Mike Evans and OJ yeah. Howard. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Because really, because literally you, you on both sides of the athletes. ball, even even with the way the Bucks defense is playing, on both sides of the ball, you will have the best player on the field. Even with Gerald McCoy out, you, you're yeah, going to have I, the I, best I, player on the field. We talked of, uh, off off the air. We said like, you know, yeah, so McCoy's not going to be there. I don't really know how much of it really makes that big of a difference. To tell you the truth, I think it makes a difference because not because of a stat thing, but because of the attention he draws, and that's one less person. That can draw but, that type of attention, but they're going to win this game makes, if they some, can create some variables where they wouldn't be. Otherwise. You win this game because you, you make Baker Mayfield do one of these one of these roll to their side that he's doing, yeah, 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 and throw back across his body to somebody, and that means that somebody on the back seven has got to jump around and make a play. Yeah, yeah, they gotta, I, I think even if ninety three is on the field, all he's doing is he's maybe forcing that to happen sooner. Yeah, yeah, I, like I don't I don't see him chasing down Baker Mayfield and getting sacks. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because well, he's probably going to be double and triple team. You know, he probably would get get maybe a sack or whatever. You know, but like, yeah, I see your point. But yeah, I I think it I think it does make a difference. It it should not be a deciding factor, but it, it it's I, I mean he like I said he's a, he's a, a attention grabbing player from a defensive standpoint, and I'd rather have him than not have him. Um, oh, I, I think everyone feels that way. I, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just looking at it from the point of. Baker Mayfield's going to put the ball in the air. He's going to give you chances to make plays. If you make those plays, you're going to win. And he's not going to take a sack when he probably should. 
Yeah, no, no, he's probably not at that level of ex- you know, minds. He's that—that's not his mm-hmm. mindset right now. You know, I mean, he's got a little bit of that, like kind of like Jameis. I'm just gonna make the play. I don't give a damn what <laughs> happens. I—I I, I could literally be lying on my back. You know, you know, I, I'm still gonna try to make a play. And so, yeah, you know. So yeah, so that so that's that. If anything, the Bucks need to make sure they don't get any penalties. <laughs> yeah, so you know, for you know, for roughing the passer. So, but anyway, so that's it. Hopefully, you know, like I said, we'll we'll see. This should be next time we should we talk on the air. We should be talking about uh, a Bucks victory at least this game. And so, um, you know, let's kind of see what happens. So for now, glasses are empty, the mics are off. This is Balls and Brew. Hi, right, thank you so much for listening to to this uh, this episode of the Balls and Brew Show. Um, if you really enjoy it. Tell a friend. Tell tell a bunch of friends. Tell your mama she's into beer and sports. Tell her she's not into beer and sports. Hell, maybe she'll listen to it. I don't know. Whatever. But just definitely tell someone. That's how we want to grow this thing. It's a labor of love. Uh, we do it for you guys. Um, and if, if there's certain topics that we're not touching on, uh, please hit us up and let us know. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you can also go on to ballsandbrew.com and leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we are even we are starting a Patreon account, and so you may even be able to donate to us and really get the dream going. We'll have some prizes to go along along with your donation as well. So definitely look for that soon. For now, the glasses are empty, the mics are off. This is Balls and Brew.